0: Bed bugs and syphilis and pubic lice and crabs Take a fucking shower and drown yourself in raid We
1: went down the rivers, we crossed the plains and the USA.
0: USA. oh sugar all right I'll that's right not sugar time. those are yeah there's sugar in here
2: yeah, there's also fucking black licorice in there, which, yep. fuck you. Well, I mean, I suppose that's kind of period-appropriate candy.
0: That's right. That's right. Welcome to the 1800s. I'm i mean, good and plenty. What I
2: should have bought the other day is, you know, those fucking uh, Australian licorices that you oh, pay the
0: soft-eaten soft licorice? Yeah. Yeah.
2: But they have ones that are, like, good and fruity with those in the middle, because you know how good oh, and fruity yeah. went away from having red licorice inside, because yeah, yeah. good and plenty still has the devil's licorice. And tastes like medicine. It's lovely.
0: It's fucked. Um, I was raised by very old people, well, and they yeah. love this shit. Oh,
2: would you like a Werther's original and
0: this <laughs> We did have those me- in my house.
2: Meteor of candy that's in the candy bowl that you can't grab one. Hey, bro, if they're
0: all stuck together, it's one piece of candy. Grandma said I could have one piece yeah. of candy. Those fucked up, like, ribbon-shaped ones? Oh, I fucking hate those things. Or how about- I, I even, I have standards.
2: Like the, the hard ones that look like a raspberry, but for some reason they have, like, kind of, like, Nutella in
0: the middle? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not a fan.
2: I, I mean, luckily, I haven't had to eat one of those in
0: like 30 years. Hadn't had to? It's like every time Actually, you, you get arrested by Seattle Police Department, they force you to eat those fucking things? Well, my thing is- no, I I'll take the jail time. I
2: don't know where one would go to find those if you wanted them. Like, Say we were doing a period piece and we wanted to have some authentic grandma candy, like where where did grandma's get those like the the feed store?
0: You have to have a prescription for them and then you get them from Bar- from uh from Bartels or She has a Roboc. It was <laughs> delivered
2: by a man with him on the Pony Express. Candy man. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> those fucking things or like the the weird individually wrapped like strawberries?
0: Oh, I fucking hate those things. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and the wrapper looks like a strawberry. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You'd fucking lose me. You know what I fucking love though? And, like, I... If you say candy corn, I'm going to strike you at about no, the head candy corn neck. can suck my dick. Okay. No, no, uh, the, the one thing old. I love <laughs> that a lot of people cannot get down on is uh, fucking Necco wafers. Yeah, those are fucked, too. That's, I, I love them. They're tums. tums. Yeah, I love them, man. Like, my dad... My de- my um, my grandpa who raised me like loved those fucking things and he used to give them to us like they were candy. Well, because the other candy. candy
2: he had in his day was sucking on a piece of sugarcane that'd been in the garage for a week <laughs> yeah. or like licking a raccoon yeah. carcass. Well, they so, had like...
0: a they had a chunk of sugarcane's been passed down in the family right, for generations. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, I remember when I got the sugarcane on my eighth birthday. <laughs> now that was forty years ago. Come this Saturday, got to lick harder. There's got to be some sugar crystals left in there. <laughs> if not, there's plenty of salt from. Other people's saliva. <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. Oh, it tastes like great grandfather. Well, so does the good and plenty you're eating right now. Mm-hmm. All right, welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. How
1: the West Was ah!
2: Yeah, speaking of making out with old guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just drank pond water and are eating <laughs> fucking <laughs> hamster meds, so I don't know. <laughs>
0: What do you know? How do you know a hamster medication tastes like? Don't ask any questions. It right. Comes yeah. on the hamster. other end of the <laughs> hamster, though. Oh, they're hamster suppositories. All right. Anyway, welcome back to How <laughs> the West Is Fucked.
1: How, how the, the West was fucked.
2: Uh, Tony's over the plague, so now we get to do this live again. Yay. We are surrounded by bongo drums. Yeah. I, got, like, I mean, I like, got tired l- of like a disturbing oh, amount it's of bongo crazy. drums. Yeah.
0: No, I got tired of testing positive, so I just stopped testing, so I'm I'm pretty good. I'm sure I'm good. Yeah. It's been five days. The CDC said it's cool after five days, right? I've just Mm -hmm. been walking around putting
2: putting objects in the ground in my mouth, so So you know, uh, like Aaron Rodgers, I'm not not vaccinated, I'm immunized. Yes, right. Mm
0: -hmm. Robust immune system. Kissing whores.
2: (laughs) Just, well, don't call the raccoon that. (laughs) (laughs) Either which way, another fine Sunday. And uh, Tony, what do you know about
0: uh, Luke Short?
2: <laughs> nope, absolutely nothing. <laughs> Just sounds like a guy. Yeah,
0: totally. Because kind of kind of is a guy. Is he like Martin Short's great 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 grandpa? Cannot confirm or deny. All right, we'll look that up later. He is I also, sir, I'm a tremendous fan of
3: the host of Wheel of Fortune, Mr. Pat Sajak. I must say,
2: he I, is friends with some indi- like individuals. You are fully aware. Okay.
0: of. Okay, he, is he part? Is he part of the fucking Ben? Uh, what's his name? Who's the Ben guy? Ben Thompson. Ben Thompson crew? Is Close. he part of that shit? He's yeah. part of the Dodge City yeah, crew. Yeah, think, think, oh, big,
2: okay. think bigger, more Tombstone.
0: Oh, okay, cool. All right, all right. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, and for anybody listening out there, uh, I was promised a one-parter, so this is not going to be Core Discovery fucking 26 uh, installments. This will be a, a light, fun one, a and, romp. And also, we're not plowing down fucking cases of White Claw and vodka, <laughs> so. Yeah, no. It's two eleven and whiskey. Mm-hmm. La <laughs> la <laughs> Uh, any- I,
2: to be fair, I on the way like I was telling Will like uh, I went to Seven Eleven get smokes and I almost bought some Nineteen Crimes Rosé, oh. which is uh, Snoop Dogg's wine. Oh no shit! Is yeah. it just wine or is it like fortified? It was just wine. Oh okay. But then also like for a cheaper price, right down the thing they had Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. I Almost got some of that. Too. Of course, yeah. But then I decided
0: I'll just drink coffee. Every single Mad Dog party I've ever had has ended in like. People with Purging. no shirts on, fucking barfing everywhere, yeah. rubbing each other down with, like, raspberry raspberry jam and, like, wielding fucking samurai swords and shit. I mean, not mm-hmm. that there's anything wrong with that, but we just don't have time for that today. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, Luke Short. Uh, yeah. Hit
0: it
3: with your... He was short. Comic Sans and lovely NPR voice. <clears throat> uh, he was born January 22nd, 1854 in Arkansas, or Arkansas, Polk County. That's like poke, poke Salad Annie. Yep, P O L K. Yep. That's near the Okie-Homa border. Uh-huh. Uh A few years later, they moved to Texas uh, around Fort Worth. Uh, Luke didn't write an autobiography, but sat for interviews twice yeah. for newspaper articles, All and then Bat Masterson wrote a lot about him. Oh, when he Bat, something Bat, to write Bat, about. Bat Masterson
0: pretty much like writes like gushing like.
2: Ooh, he's so dreamy. Like,
0: you know. Yeah. He's sending him like during the interview he's like sliding him fucking yeah. Do you like me? Check yes or no? Yeah, playing footsie and <laughs> shit.
3: <laughs> I don't know what they did on their free time. Doesn't say in this book. Yeah. Uh eighteen sixty two was Luke's first run in with Indians though. Oh. Well
2: you, So yeah, he's what, ten? He, eight. Eight. Okay. Is that before or after he like oh yeah, because they moved to Fort Worth because in my research, because he like cut a kid in the face at school. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's well, probably like, around this time. Like That's...
2: So, somebody was fucking with him, and so he it just said he like got expelled for like carving a kid's face. Oh, fuck, dude. And I'm assuming that was with like a pocket knife. I mean, it could have been a deer piece, antler, piece of a piece glass, of glass. Yeah, whatever. You know, he, Sharp Flint, I, I don't know. Or oh, whether there's original that he broke <laughs> no. on a bar counter. <laughs> yeah. But that was that was the impetus in my research for why they moved to Texas. Okay, because he was already knifing people in the face. Oh wow, in that's grade good school. to
0: know. When Sola finally like like ripped some kid's heart out in fucking kindergarten, we're gonna <laughs> shit. We gotta
1: go to Texas. God damn it, <laughs> Dallas, here we come. <laughs> Everything
0: you know. is legal. It's fine. <laughs> no rules. Everything but abortion. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Uh huh. And voting. And electricity
2: that works.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, his father was a good distance away from the house when he was attacked. Uh, one of his older brothers went out to his dad's help to get his dad, uh, but the bullets he took didn't fit the rifle that his father had.
1: Ah.
0: So you got to cram some newspaper around him Mm -hmm. to fill up the barrel. Well, that works if they're
2: too small, but if they're too big, then they just don't fit. Oh, you just
0: carve them down. If the bullet don't fit, you must (laughs) quit. You put it in the barrel and you just slam it with a hammer. Well, is that
2: the rifle that my research is like, uh... We, we Luke, was too small to actually carry a rifle, so he drug one over to his brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep. Sounds adorable, just like a toddler, you know, dragging a Sharps <laughs> Buffalo gun across the Do capital. we know what kind of
0: gun it was? Big. What, what did they have back then? This well, is 1860? What year is this? 1862, so 1862.
2: So it's going to be a, probably not a lever action yet at that time. It was probably actually still maybe a musket. Could have been like Trap single-shot trapdoors, but unlikely... Uh, it depends on, was his dad in the Civil War? Because most of those guys just kept the guns they had from that.
3: Oh, um, I don't know. I don't have that on there. But well, if, if they're it, living in Texas in 1862... Well, if they were
2: wealthy, they might have a Henry. But, like, if you weren't, you're fucked because those were newfangled and kind of expensive in yeah. comparison to some of these fucking rock chucker devices that, you know, maybe <laughs> will go off when you pull the trigger <laughs> or not. Maybe hit something that's standing vaguely in front
0: of you. Yeah. Might just blow your hand off. Could do that, too. Powder burn on your Blind face. the shit out of yeah. you, yeah. hmm
3: uh, but his father had, was wounded twice in the head by arrows. <laughs> Steve Martin. Shrink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and had a severe lance wound in the back. I don't know how you get a wound from lance. Oh, his but, homeboy
0: lance fucking threw a, threw a grenade and it kind of scarred up his
3: back real bad. <laughs> well,
2: just him. my thing is, yeah, the thing he's describing, it seems like, because these were like Comanches, right?
3: Yep. Probably if they're in Texas.
2: Yep. And so, so how many of them are there?
3: More than One.
2: I'm just saying your chances are not super good, you know, (laughs) he's he's holding his fucking own. As we
3: know from the Walking
0: Star book, you don't fuck with Comanches. They're night 80s movie bad guys. Well, as we know Mm -hmm. from
2: Quanta Parker, you don't fuck with Comanches (laughs) in reality either, but like, what I'm saying, this guy... Old sod-busting ass with Mm -hmm. arrows hanging out of his head and fucking a spear in his back. I'm fine. (laughs) Hey, kiddo, bring me the rifle. No, not that one, because I got the wrong bullets. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like a protracted, like, 30-minute fight, I think. Hold on, I'm loading. Oh, shit, another arrow. I said time (laughs) out. Yeah.
1: I'm on cool.
3: (laughs) But uh, either way, young Luke uh, drags the right rifle outside. Luke uh, and his father managed to hold off the Indians without having any bullets, which I'm so sure he's is literally a swinging it like
0: a baseball bat,
3: probably, or that. he's like pointing it and going <laughs> boom, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bang-de-bang, bang-de-bang. bang, 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 bang. In 1869, Luke's 15. Nice. Uh, he begins working as a cowboy. He does that from to 1875. He participated in several cattle drives to Kansas. So he's like 20 now-ish? Yep. 21. Uh, John Wesley Harden was doing the same thing at the time. Oh, shit. No one knows if they ran into each other, but they might have. But Hardin's boss was Jake Johnson, who in later years became Short's business partner. Ooh, oh, holy shit. But Luke was easygoing and made friends, and he never sought a fight. That's why it's boring to talk about him. <laughs> because also he's a little guy, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not much on record of him during the cattle driving days until sometime in 1872 in Socorro, New Mexico. there's a court case going on uh, when the witnesses for the prosecution was about to speak. Uh, another minor in court drew his weapon and threatened the lawyer and said... Uh, like
2: minor, like... Yeah, that was going to be my like question. Like
3: minor or child? Uh, probably a minor, minor. Okay. Yeah. So this guy uh, says, if you ask that question, you won't live to hear the answer.
0: Just
3: imagining a <laughs> child I'm fair, doing
2: it now. Fair and impartial <laughs> trial. <laughs> So I'm, other, li- I'm literally picturing the baby from Who Framed Roger Rabbit yeah, totally. with like a dirty hair. You ain't going to live to hair. tell about it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Give me my fucking rattle.
3: So other people in the court draw their weapons too. Yes. <laughs> Judge Judy. <laughs> mm-hmm. A young man stood up and said he'd tell the w- lawyer's life wife that he died doing his duty. And that he wouldn't die alone, so this little guy's sticking up for the lawyer. And he's just a poor boy,
2: nobody loves him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spare him his life from this atrocity.
0: Uh scar moose
1: yes.
3: yep. Can you do the fandango? I already did. Uh, <laughs> do it so right the men now. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I'll clean up that mess. <laughs> so the men put away their guns, and the lawyer was allowed to ask his question, confirming the guilt of the accused. But that, Did you do this? No. <laughs> oh, Fine. good enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> but the young man who stood up for the lawyer was Luke Short. Ooh. And the young lawyer was William Patrick Hackney, who became one of the leading lawyer, uh, attorneys of the West. That's where we get the term hackneyed? Mm-hmm. Uh, he went to the Black Hills shortly in 1876. Why would you go there in 1876? Gold. Well,
0: right no. Fuck, yeah, yeah, I thought I had this one. nailed.
2: You, you did, except for like I oh. don't. He doesn't strike me as the kind that's going to want to be doing a lot of panning for gold. But what do you, you know? Yeah. it's all about mining mine the, mine the yeah. miners. And,
0: yeah, you set up a candy shop, you, know, you sell it to all the, the little kids
2: in, in the Black Hills in 1876. There was Deadwood, yes, yeah. and lead and all that stuff with a lot of gambling
3: going on. I'm so.
0: learning. I'm learning.
3: <laughs> After three years, it's all it took. But in 1877, it goes to Glala, New Nebraska. Uh, the state of society there was also in a rude state. Because it's Nebraska. Mm-hmm. A rude, rude state? A rude state. Okay. rude Full of rude boys. This time.
1: Yeah.
0: Just fucking ska everywhere.
3: <laughs> a message to you, uh, Luke might have been hanging out with some of this rude element. Like Han Solo? Mm-hmm. Uh, a superintendent of uh, the UP, the uh, Union oh, Pacific Railroad. Oh, I thought you
2: meant Upper Peninsula of Michigan.
3: Nope. J.T. Clark was his name. He ordered W.H.H. Llewellyn, a capable detective, to trail Luke because he was suspected of things. Of things?
2: Like what like fucking wire fraud and
3: Probably some of the railroad stuff por- like guess Porch
2: pirate activities, stealing <laughs> catalytic converters. Oh, <laughs> motherfucker. I knew I was gonna trigger you with that. Yeah, Tony got a fifth catalytic converter stolen. Yeah. Fifth.
0: Yeah. I'm telling you
2: put a bear trap under your car. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm ready, man. I I I wanna fucking like uh Max Rockinst- Rockinstansky Is that yeah. how it is? Yeah. 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 I wanna I wanna fucking just wire up a fucking bomb. You touch that shit, you, the car's gone, you're gone, there's going to be a fucking hole in the ground. Yeah,
2: I, I, you know, at this point, I think that if that was the case, you came out and there was just a smoking hole with some, like, prime rib, like, scattered around, he'd be like, ah.
3: <laughs> yep. <laughs> they sent 30 men to arrest him, but the 30 men were warming themselves with liquor and dozed off <laughs> waiting for the train. Warming the cells with liquor. And
0: Thirty men miss the train because <laughs> yeah. they're fucking hammered. It's gonna take a hundred men or more. Sick.
3: <laughs> so uh, Llewellyn decided to rest Luke
2: on his own. I keep on whenever you say Llewellyn, you remember like I think you called her Llewellyn, but the seal that used to fall as like Orky's girlfriend.
3: Oh yes. So oh, every, you guys every had time a danger did, boat.
2: Every time, yes, danger boat full of spiders and leeks uh, but every time you say Lou Ellen I'm picturing like literally a harbor seal with a cowboy hat so
0: <laughs> cool can I can I picture that too yeah awesome. this, the, this
3: not whole story co- is seals some sea lions
2: apparently they're running quite rampant down in the Ballard region
0: Ooh, Tight, like they're like you know the the nimby pokes are like
2: they're so loud.
0: I'm just now I'm imagining like like twenty harbor seals with cowboy hats going yeah. into saloons and in Ballard well, just thir- roughing up the place. Well, there's thirty
2: of them. They're warming themselves <laughs> yeah, with <drink>.
0: right, Totally. <laughs> 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 How dare you say that to my wife? You son of a bitch. <laughs> say that to my face. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Chair gets You broke better or smile <laughs> when you barking me that way.
3: <laughs> anyway, uh, Llewellyn uh, leaves behind his thirty men sleeping. And when Luke stepped off the train, Llewellyn followed him to the bar. When Short turned around to see what he wanted, he drew a pistol on him and took him to jail. Damn. So that was climactic. But another version of the story that Luke was in on a plot to kidnap Jay Gould when he came to town. Gould was a robber baron. Yeah, we talked about railroad Gould. Railroad magnet.
0: Have we? we? We've mentioned him before. I know the name. Well, I'm, when he said the
2: name, I'm like, is there like a... Like a character in a show or a producer or something? I don't know. that. Yeah, The name really is familiar. I can't guarantee it's from anything we've done, though.
3: If he's the right guy, I think he might have set off one of the depressions there in the 1870s. <laughs> what
0: a great thing to have on your fucking yeah. resume.
2: Boom. Set off the depression, drop right. the mic, walk out.
0: Yeah.
2: God, how can you eat those fucking
0: fetid fucking things? Are you experiencing a depression? Yeah. Take our bilious pills. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Depression. Now it's Diarrhea
2: as you're shoving...
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, in uh, 1869, he tried to corner the market mm-hmm. on gold. Gould, gould tried to gould corner the market gold. on gold. <laughs> but then, Buy my gould gold. Yeah, it's gilded gould gold. <laughs> great gilded gould gold. <laughs> oh, then uh, Grant administration got in on it and fucked it all up. Grant and gould's great gilded mm-hmm. gold. Jesus. We'll get into that at some other point, I guess. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> any which way? Arrested... Uh, but he was arrested so he wouldn't kidnap him, but he was let go as soon as Gould left town. Yeah, well,
2: there's a preemptive oh, thought arresting crime. To, yeah, thought crime. Well, now that you're no longer in danger of like kidnapping this guy, well, I guess we'll let you go because <laughs> we had reasons to arrest you in the first place. Yeah, totally. totally. Also, constitutional
0: here's, and legal. Also, here's your bill
2: for jail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, jail was just like drew a circle in chalk on the sidewalk and give you a bucket. Mm-hmm. You just got to stand there for... A bucket and a shotgun. Maybe a bear, bear chain to the tree mm-hmm. near you. And a ladder. And a ladder. There's yeah. a corpse covered in ants. Yeah, and a loaf of bread with a fucking chainsaw hanging out of it.
3: <laughs> uh, Bat Masterson wrote later that Luke moved to Oglala to open a trading post. He traded 90 cents worth of whiskey for buffalo robes worth $10, Well, that, is a good that was the
2: thing as well. It wasn't even like proper whiskey. It was, they called it, uh, I think like,
0: Oh, Pine Top, is that the shit they would just like add fucking like like tobacco in and uh, fucking no. like kerosene? This and shit? was
2: more like kind of like wood alcohol mixed with. It was like literally partially brewed from, like, oh, that's why it's called Pine Top. They oh, take, Jesus. like, the small. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, how, how much fucking uh, ethanol can you ingest right. without dying? Well, the thing so is, what, what, we'll Will, what
2: Will's kind of omitting is what was the target customer demographic? Uh,
3: the Indians. Yeah. Ah. And also, he managed
2: to be across state lines and, like, res lines, so the state officials couldn't come after him because it was illegal to trade alcohol to Indians. Yeah, yeah but the thing is they couldn't do anything cuz he's right on this it, 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 it still is set up that way in places. Jesus Christ. It's the um, fuck
0: it's that kids in the hall sketch. I, I know I've talked about it before but they're like they're like these guys are in like prison fucking stripes and they're sitting in a diner eating eating breakfast and oh, yeah. they see the cops walk in and they're like <laughs> oh shit and like the cops see them But then they both get served food at the same time, and they, like, are racing to finish the fucking, like, the perps, like, finish their breakfast first, run up, pay the check, and as the cops come up to pay the check, and then they run out the door, the cops chase them out the door, they both get into cars and drive off, and then the fucking perps, like, are hauling ass, they get across the bridge, it's like, state line or county line, and they, (laughs) they cross the line, stop, get out of the car, they're like, fuck you, to the cops. The cops are just like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there was shit like that going
2: on, at least a, I heard of a couple times in in uh, Dickinson in the 80s. Yeah. It'd be a dude would come down from the res and go hang out generally at the Broadway down on the south side. I remember the one where he actually like pulled a knife on a guy and cut a guy, but then made it, like, ran all the way to the borderline. And yeah, the, like once you cross onto the res, the, the county mounties can't chase you. So yeah. they, like literally stop on the other side of the bridge like fuck you, you know.
0: That's so weird. Sovereignty. That's so fucking crazy. <laughs>
2: well, well, it's almost like we set up this really unfair and imperfect system that has a lot of flaws. Oh yeah. In a lot of ways. <laughs> Actually, that's one of the fringe benefits I suppose of Yeah, literally. totally. But uh, you know, I God, think that was... most people would probably trade that for stable living environment and My you know, my
0: great grandpa cuz he he uh he he grew up and like born and died in Seattle. Um. So, yeah, my great grandpa Ed, he uh, uh, no Ted. Sorry, that was my other great grandpa Ed, other side. Anyway, uh, great grandpa, he ran a bar in Burien called the County Line, and it was it was on the other side of King County Line. So, like, it's where all the fucking, like, criminals and shit would go get fucked up. Like, they would go do crimes <laughs> in Seattle, and then they would go to the county line bar just on the other side of King County yeah. and go get all spend all their fucking, you know, blood money there and shit.
2: Well, it's like drinking in Fargo. Like, the the uh, the uh, liquor sales cease at 1 a.m. In, in North Dakota, but the thing is, you got Moorhead right on the other side oh, of yeah. the river, and that's Minnesota, and they stay open another hour, so, <laughs> you know. Super. But, yeah, so, yeah, he's selling... Booze to Native Americans and lying about it, and also you know
0: you can run your car breaking break all
2: kinds of the law, but yeah. like nobody that's in any position to enforce the law has any jurisdiction where he's running his things. So.
3: Gotcha. Uh, but they did eventually send an entire company of cavalry after him,
1: mm-hmm. and
3: soon he was a prisoner of the government, and his setup was destroyed by the government. Mm-hmm. But uh, he did escape somehow, even though well, Masterson didn't explain how he did. I
2: found out parts of that because when, when the cavalry came to get him, first of all, he had just sat down for dinner. He's like, "I'll go with you, but let me finish eating." You guys want some food? And they're like, "Nah, we don't got time for your bullshit." <laughs> Who else is here? And he's like, I, "I I do this by myself. I don't have a partner," knowing full well his his partner was actually out buying supplies. Oh fuck! So somehow he's able to get a message to him. Like I. Th- Apparently, it's while, like, they were passing through, not Oglala, they were they were passing through a town, and his partner's like, oh, shit, what's all this? There's a bunch of cavalry guys and citizens. Well, it was, like, Luke, like, in shackles and stuff, and he was, like, pretty much doing, like, the Morse code, like, oh, blinking yeah. shit. Actually, what they said is he was using, like, Native American oh, hand like, sign language. Yeah, the enough, language? enough to uh, get a message to his partner. Holy shit, dude. And then... That's uh, some skull and crossbones, Well, here. and he ended up, like, escaping, I think, during a train ride or before he got mm-hmm. on the train, yeah fuck
3: uh then he stole some mules and went to colorado like you do yeah you know <laughs> mm-hmm. and then the mules all got stabbed because they're mules. <laughs> uh he actually goes to work for the military there, doing some dispatching
0: <laughs> break out of jail go get job <laughs> with the fucking army yep <laughs> there was only
2: like work. five jobs yeah, yeah like
3: and there's no permanent record at that point so there's a god damn it i uh, made friends with a major thornburg thornburg Greta Thunberg. Why not Zoinberg? hmm But only for a while because a year later, uh, Thornberg was uh, killed by Utes in Colorado. We'll get to the Utes at the some point. The two Utes. The two mm-hmm. wood. Uh, what was that word? They got kicked out of Colorado. That's why I got to do a story on them. Yeah, two Utes. Uh, one obituary later said Short was with Crook in 1876, but that was probably why
2: i read that too and well that was the thing is it, apparently from what i read he was a scout for crook for like a month <laughs> but also like oh but you know crook said oh, i'm the best scout he's ever had it's which been it so long like crook, bullshit.
0: crooks the he's like the stern looking motherfucker with like the uh with the mailman hat yeah as the pith helmet, pith he's, helmet the guy, yeah. he's the guy then after rise of mule and get, shit. after
2: getting in a dust up with the uh northern cheyenne sioux he went and fished a billion trout today and, yeah, play, yeah, and yeah, played poker right. for played three, poker three weeks, three weeks in yeah. Wyoming yep and also like uh, was part of the, like uh, let's chase Geronimo around
3: mm-hmm. yep okay yep. yep let's make sure 79 uh, Luke was in Ludville uh, he as you do became a gambler there as you also do I yep. turned
0: into a gambler, a gambler.
3: whoa <laughs> uh, Masterson said he shot a fellow gambler in the face while organ over a hand yep
2: like on purpose well, the way I read it was like, the, the guy, okay, Luke's sitting there playing his cards, and this guy's not even in the game, and he's like, "No, you should bet on this.
0: No, you should bet oh, on that this. Oh, that kind of. Oh, I you, you should too. bet on this." Fuck and he off, kept fucking dude. doing it, yeah. and
2: well, because like Luke kept on losing anyway.
0: Yeah. He's like, see, you should have done this. Oh, he's the cooler. He worked for the he worked for the gambling well, establishment to try. No, to like... <laughs> he was some shithead by <laughs> okay. all accounts.
2: But like Luke's like, look, I gamble with my money. You can gamble with your money. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. And that made the guy mad. And then I think the guy tried to draw on him, but he got his like pistol caught in his watch chain or some shit like that. Is that the guy? He, that's the guy he shot in the mouth, right?
3: Uh, I have in the face, but that's close to the. According to mouth. what
2: I read, it like
0: went in one side of his cheek and out the other. Oh God! Ouch. I'm sure it took out a couple of teeth on its way through. If he had any teeth, that's <laughs> you know, true. This <laughs> is know. 1880, whatever.
3: Uh, no newspapers mention it though, but that kind of thing happened all the time in Leadville. Yeah, he so didn't that even get matter. brought up
0: on charges for
2: that one. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, another story in Leadville, Luke had to borrow a shotgun from a notorious character named Jim Clark. Uh he robbed a stage with it and returned it later uh with the shotgun with a few few uh dollar bills in the barrel. Nice. Well, hey, with a note saying uh, this should buy you a few shells. You know, so he's a nice guy.
2: So what they should do when they steal your catalytic converter the next time cuz you know what's going to happen the next time is like, you know, show some 100 dollar bills up your tailpipe.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You
2: know, something for the effort. Yeah. You
0: know. Then I'll
3: show Piece of fucking steel tube up there, tailpipe. <laughs> uh, 1880, a census came to Buena Vista, which was 30 miles from Leadville. Uh, Luke was reported living there and being a clerk in a liquor store. So
0: that must have been a crazy fucking job. I mean, being a census worker is weird, anyways. But like in 1880,
2: yeah. Well, first of all, like shit. Are you Mexican or Indian? You don't count. You know? Yeah. Like, you don't count. Oh fuck. And then uh, now, now 18 kids. Like yeah. Stop moving. I got to. What the. <laughs> also, who the fuck are you? You never saw me. You, know. you never saw me. <laughs> yeah, totally. Dude in the shadow. Just, there's just no way to actually do it.
3: <laughs> What's your profession?
2: I'm a I'm a school teacher. There's no school in this town. Keep walking.
3: Uh, later, he goes to Kansas City. He gets in trouble there, swindling $280 from a game of three card Monty. 200 E. Mm hmm. 280. Oh, 280. 200 E. I heard 200 <laughs> E. Uh, He ended up in jail there. Uh, He was in jail for at least six days, then on the move again, this time to Tombstone. Oh, wow. Going from bad to worse. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Take me back to jail. uh, They all work at the Oriental, Wyatt Earp, uh, William H. Harris and Bat Masterson, and Luke too. Well, and also I think at that time, wasn't
2: Bat's brother still alive? Uh, I thought he worked mm -hmm. there too. Before he got shot, and then just
3: well, he had two brothers, one well, got, got shot th- in d- Dodge City.
2: Oh, that was in Dodge. Okay,
0: yeah, great. Okay, so okay. that's okay. The one where it set his vest on fire. He got shot so
3: close. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right.
0: Smoke, he's all smoking and shit. So he's like contemporary of all these guys. Yeah, that's fucking wild. They're like homies.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, February 25th, 1881. Luke was serving as the lookout for a feral game.
2: Yep. Pretty much like the floor boss at a casino, yeah. only on a smaller scale and much drunker and smellier,
1: mm-hmm.
2: more bloodthirsty. Well, at this time too, like uh, Luke had transformed himself from like uh, Bat Masterson described him as a, a white a white Indian from when when he the time he left Oklahoma was like it was like some feral kid that could like ride as good as any indigenous personnel and like okay. to a dapper gentleman who now could read and stuff and like write Ooh. and and doth bathe and. Where the pocket watch and the- Read and stuff. Got rid of the giant pistol in, in lieu of like one you can conceal in your pocket because you were a man about town. Classy. Yes.
3: Anyway, a guy named Charles Storms becomes drunk and aggressive like a normal day out west. Yes. <laughs> so Master Masterson describes these events in 1907, so fresh on his mind 25 years later.
0: Yeah, right.
2: We used to wear a onion on our belt. It was all yeah, the rage. Right.
3: Storms was one of the best known gamblers in the West, and had several gunfights, and had killed people too. But Bat and Storms were good friends. Bat had to step in between the men to break it up between uh, Luke and the other guy. Storms. Bat took Storms to his room to sleep off the uh, the drunkenness and the aggressiveness. But Bat returned to the Oriental and was talking to Luke outside. Uh, Bat was saying that Storms was a decent kind of man. Then they were surprised when Storms came walking up. Whoops. Storms, without a word, grabbed Luke's hand and pulled his pistol. Will you marry me? <laughs> Luke was faster, though, and put the barrel of his gun to Storms' heart and shot. As Storms fell, Luke shot him again. And that's how you hit somebody is, you know... Double tap. Well, just full contact, like put the barrel right up against the skin. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, you to hit something. You're gonna mm-hmm. fuck some shit up for sure. Uh, Storms didn't get off a shot though, and Storms was dead before he hit the ground. Since
2: you know he had his heart blasted out of his ribcage by a 45 long cold. Well, dead, like I've said it before, I'll say it,
0: I'll say it again, man. Like that's how you want to go out in the West. Is you you know you don't want to get shot in the eyeball and then linger for a fucking month or while you die or syphilis for yeah. 40 years and yeah
3: have your nose fall off gets, tuberculosis gets strapped to a camel yep uh storms was in his 60s and he left behind a wife in san francisco
0: oh god i was imagining like a fucking like a, a young buck who's like in good shape but so he just killed fucking grandpa mm-hmm. sweet hey grandpa had it fucking coming yeah he'd,
3: he'd be an <laughs> asshole uh luke surrendered to an officer and was taken to jail but the coroner's inquest determined Luke acted in self-defense, and he was free. They you're going to say the coroner's inquest. He died of natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> Luke moved to Dodge City April 1881, and Dodge would be the home base of his operations till the end of 1883, though he did travel a lot to gamble elsewhere. Uh, March 19th, 1882, Luke had gone there to see a foot race. Uh, God, I love
0: the 1800s foot races, man. <laughs> Just like the fucking king shit of fuck mountain. It's the fucking NFL. NFL, WWF, yeah. or E, whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: all of it. Or like the Buffalo Jones, like let's have some hounds rip a rabbit in
3: half and then <laughs> <laughs> molest a buffalo God. in front of a crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was between Ed Campbell of Leadville and MK Cyclone Kit Kittleman of Peblo. One more that time?
2: S- MK Cyclone Kit Kittleman.
3: Mortal Mortal
2: Kombat, Cyclone, Kit Kittleman. Just tractor pull, extravaganza.
1: (laughs) Nitro burning funny cars. Death clock, death clock.
3: (laughs) But it was a fixed race. Uh, Short expected his man Kittleman to win the race, despite the fact that he agreed to sell out to the other side. This didn't go as Luke planned. He promised uh, he'd win anyway. His man promised he'd win, even though he's...
2: Bought out by somebody Bought else. Bought out by the other guys. Okay. That deceitful bastard.
3: mm mm-hmm. uh, But the referee got a tip and promised to see things through. So there's about $8,000 riding on a foot race.
0: <laughs> I like that every everybody is in the know. It's like yeah. corruption is happening, but everybody just fucking knows. You just got to try to be on the right corruption? I guess. I guess. <laughs> I mean, if it's that crooked, mm-hmm. is it
2: still fixed? Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah, I know you paid me. Forty-seven dollars to take the fall, but he paid me a hundred and forty-seven dollars. Well, the other thing is win. when you
2: when you promise you're gonna win. Like generally, if you're gonna fix something, you promise you're gonna, you're gonna lose, lose. Yeah, because the easier point. thing to do. Yeah, right. You can't promise you're gonna win shit. <laughs>
3: this makes no sense.
0: I love it. Okay,
3: uh, but the surprise was that the crooked racer decided to double cross Luke and actually throw the race. Instead of promising to win. Do you like flop <laughs> flop like a soccer player or like
0: <laughs> promise to win.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you stop short you're by to do four feet.
0: It's a fucking race.
2: <laughs> Just runs right up to the finish line, stops. So fucking oh, like... I'm so tired. You know, like <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: uh
3: but before the money was handed out, Luke went over to the ref and Shot asked who won. No. He asked who won and then took the money out of the hands of the stakeholder. And Luke said, Fact is, gentlemen. You know my man can win, and you just did your best to rob me, so I just reverse things on you. (laughs) So he just leaves with the money. That's pretty (laughs) fucking baller,
2: you know. Like that's pretty dope. Oh, fuck me. Well, fuck you. Fuck you back.
3: Oh, how the turntables have. Whoops. Yep. (laughs) Anyway, the ref ref was poisoned five weeks later, (laughs) which probably had nothing to do with the race, but it's (laughs) yeah.
2: Probably just eating some pickled eggs, and they had mercury and
3: yeah, yeah, the the mercury tin tin can can of. Yeah. Yeah. First time Luke appears in the papers in Dodge City was the summer of 1882. Two Chinese men moved from Trinidad, Colorado. Oh, uh, they, they don't like Trinidad's story. <laughs> uh, they brought with them letters of introduction from Bat Masterson to Luke Short. Oh, wow. Wait,
2: so they're. Like Bat Masterson's vouching for these two Chinese dudes. Okay, got mm-hmm. it. So that gives them. A I lot. wasn't
0: sure if like he gave a. Here's a love letter, hands to my boy Luke. No, it's more like, hey, look, these are some of the guns. Yeah, oh, okay, okay. Which, I mean, <laughs> right.
2: while, while horrible is way better than most people got.
0: Dear Luke, I know what yeah, you're yeah. thinking. Yeah, yeah.
2: Don't kill these men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't allow other citizens to kill them either. Yeah.
0: They are uh-huh.
3: hardworking, industrious folk. Yep. Uh, get ready for the ra- racism. Yeah, no shit. They engage in the washi business. Oh, uh, super. Mm-hmm. Super. Uh, they are four gentlemen from the Celestial Kingdom, now residents of Dodge. Ugh. They all were pursuing the washi business, and Mr. Fred Weenie provided the new arrivals with quarters.
0: <laughs> oh, my, okay, my I, 13-year-old brain is so oh, happy. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, Fred Weenie.
2: Well, and then also, he said quarters. I know he means rooms, but I'm picturing like Fred Weenie with like a bag, <laughs> bag <and> of quarters. <laughs>
3: Don't yeah, do spend pack on Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah, <know>? right. <laughs>
0: You guys want to play some video games?
3: Uh, Fred is chief mogul among the Chinese. He speaks their language fluently, but he can't go with their diets of rats, mice, and rice.
2: Because I'm sure that's totally what it's they were exactly constantly what... eating all the
0: time. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Fucking rice? Uh... Why don't you eat some biscuits like a, like a man with like, weevils in them and shit?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Protein.
3: So Luke kind of spends his time a little bit in Tombstone and then between Colorado mining camps. Uh, and then in, when the cattle drives are in Dodge, he goes to Dodge. William H. Harris offered Luke a faro dealer job at the Long Branch Saloon. Harris's partner was sold his share to Luke. So Harris then decided to run for mayor against Larry Digger, <laughs> but lost. That's the, the fat guy that we get from Dodge City oh, stories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, fat yeah. sheriff. That's oh, right, Yeah.
0: yeah. This this just like uh, it, it never ceases to amaze me how far these guys get around. You know what yeah. I mean? Just fucking uh, I don't know. There's it's, there's it, people in my hometown that have never left that town before. They yeah. maybe went to Olympia, but like always just stay in Shelton. Yeah. These motherfuckers are just like don't even have a car. There's no they're not flying anywhere. Okay. They're just like they have a horse home home on there's the range. Several horses. Fucking hauling ass on well, horses. You know from here to Tacoma. You know a couple days. Yeah. You also, know. like, what, what's your resume? You're like, oh, I robbed a train once, stabbed, yeah. stabbed a fucking eight-year-old in and the face. And then I sold hard candies at yep. the dry goods yep. store. Then I was a fucking... Then I was kidding buffalo for six
2: months. I mm-hmm. was an army scout. And now I'm running to be your mayor. Yep.
3: <laughs> so Larry Deeger, he's the mayor now. Uh, so basically, that's the his opponent's side. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of the start of the Dodge City War, if you remember that. Oh, yeah. Uh, A month later, April 23rd, 1883, the city council passed two ordinances, one for the suppression of vice and immorality. Oh, that works every time. Yes. And another to punish vagrancy, which, who do they punish for vagrancy back in the day? Anybody. Anybody's not white?
2: Cowboys and homeless people and gamblers. Mostly gamblers, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean... Like uh, you're talking about cattle drives, you know what's a large source of income for the whole entire town when a cattle drive happens?
3: You get like co- gambling and liquor. You get cowboys that
2: you know made their three dollars a year, or yep. whatever. They're Alaskan they're fi- fishermen. They're finally in town. Yep. They're gonna spend all that money in yep. your town. Now they're gonna spend it on booze. And sex and gambling. Like I said,
0: they're Alaskan... But the money stays in your town. Yeah, they're Alaskan fishermen. So you have to they put... They show up with a fuckload of money. Well, and
2: they're Alaskan fishermen that also shoot out your streetlights and occasionally your dog or whatever and ride their horse in the block yeah. But you basically have to put up with these dickheads for like three days yeah. and then your town gets an influx of money. Yeah. But good upstanding citizens, we can't, you know, you know, if, if it's generally going to be people with a job like, I run the lumber store and I've yeah. like, got a monopoly on my shit. Yeah. So I can choose to take the moral high ground because people are always going to need to buy my shit. But fuck you, and you're selling booze and
0: yeah, totally, you know. totally. Like, yeah. Hey, asshole! This is like the one time I actually make money. Yeah, yeah. Then I can go buy fucking lumber at your lumber store, dickhead. But so see, I can fix my fucking bar after a, it gets old. You're a rough
2: tradesman, not yeah. a businessman like me. You know, like yeah.
3: anyway, they the officers arrest the three women employed by Luke Short at the Long Branch. So they're just targeting targeting their opponents, right? That was just two days after the laws were established. Uh, Luke claimed that they were just singers at the saloon. Actually, what they're doing is giving
2: English le- diction les- lessons, mm-hmm. <laughs> like etiquette training. Yes, yes. Now that's the salad fork, fucking one-eyed
3: Jim. You know. Like. <laughs> so Luke is on his way to to jail to uh, bail out his prostitutes. There he meets special policeman Lewis Hartman, and uh, he kind of freaks out, and they exchange gunfire, but nobody was hit. That's the guy I'm literally who, uh, who tripped, gun- and the bullet went over his head. No,
2: I'm also just picturing, like, he freaks out, and they exchange gunfire, like, they're in a hallway this far apart, going, ha, 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 ha,
3: ha <laughs> just, like, shooting. Like at the police squad, where they're shooting. Oh, yeah. The yeah, they're yeah. running out of bullets, <laughs> and they're throwing guns at each other. They're, like, five feet apart, fine garbage cans. So short was arrested and was out under a two thousand dollar bond, which is Ooh, a lot of money. God damn! Uh, five other men were arrested for vagrancy. They were all given the choice of leaving Dodge on the eastbound or westbound train. Coining the phrase, "Get out of Get Dodge. out of Dodge." Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. well, I think the uh, other thing was, or you could go north to the cemetery or, or whatever. Oh, <laughs> you could choose east, west, or, or north to the cemetery. Bo- Boot Hill, like a lovely uh, view in the Boot Hill like <laughs> condo. So Short goes east. Uh so Deeger is cleaning up the town, but it's mostly, you know just on, just on his side. Yeah. yeah, After being run out of town, Luke met up with Charles E. Bassett of uh I think he was a dog. I was say, troopy. <laughs> McGruff.
0: <laughs> oh shit, McGruff? Oh dude. I, I forgot. Uh, so when I looked up that. Robot that, McGruff. Yeah, yeah, the fucking Don't Do Drugs. Uh, oh, the, yeah. the music, the tape or whatever I found. Cocaine will make you awesome. Yeah. Using cracking cocaine. Yeah. Dude, all the songs on that are fucking bangers. I'll throw another one in right here because <laughs> there's so many good ones.
3: had owned the Long Branch at one time, and one of the first settlers in Dodge. And both Wyatt Earp and Bat Masterson served underneath him as sheriff. So uh, back in Dodge City, it was taken over by a vigilance committee. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Somebody's getting tied to a windmill. Mm-hmm. So Luke also wrote to the state representative, George Hoover. Uh, Hoover wrote back saying that it uh, was going against the church, and the moral element wouldn't let it happen. So he advised Luke to sell his interest in the Long Branch and leave town. Uh, then Short goes to Governor Glick. Oh, That's we maybe. talked about him, yeah.
2: <laughs> so
1: fat! If anyone should make fun of heavy that people, it should be you. Thank you.
3: With the intention of laying the uh, case out before him, Governor Glick didn't like what he heard from Short. Uh, he telegraphed George Henkel, asking him to explain the situation there. Of course, Hinkle gives a different story because he's in league with Deeger and all that good stuff. He denied there being a... Gambling's bad, okay. Mm -hmm. As long as we do it. yeah. He denied there ever being a vigilance committee and said everything was quiet in Dodge. We're the innocents.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Vigilance committees are a myth. It never happened before.
3: Governor Glick was not pleased with the situation. He called Deeger unfit for his duty as mayor. And Luke kept up the pressure by going to the press... Luke said his saloon was the most popular in town. Which he was probably right, but... Yeah, which is probably made, why they wanted
2: it closed. They made it illegal to saloon yeah. anymore, so...
3: Basically, uh, next door was Webster. That was the uh, Deeger's boss's bar. The shitty saloon? Mm-hmm. But that uh, wasn't where they, where they serve well. you
2: up? fucking licorice good and plenties and... <laughs> I mean, I'm down. Fuck you.
3: <laughs> uh, Short then accused Deeger of shipping in men from out of town to vote for him during the election. Because that oh, definitely never happened. happened in all these things, ever. Anyway. Yeah, it's some fucking well, they ship, they'll, shit. Ship,
2: they'll ship in white people from around there, but they won't let the Chinese guys vote. So, you know, yeah. there's that.
3: Mm-hmm. Ugh. May 15th, a letter was sent to the governor sticking up for Luke. And that same day Cannes, a Kansas City newspaper printed a report saying that Pat Masterson will be Visiting Dodge City along with Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday and others. Yeah. So that's kind
2: of like you know if you're that person at the time, that's like saying like the Punisher, Deadpool, and fucking <laughs> the Predator are coming to Come, yeah, <laughs> and they're friends of mine. Yeah. <laughs> Book. They're coming to go bail the Terminator out of jail. And, yeah, right. you know,
3: <laughs> <laughs> so Webster and Deager freak out. Uh, the former mayor. Uh, they went to Topeka to present their version of the facts. Governor Glick then sent Thomas Moonlight. His adjutant general to assess matters and report totally a back. Totally real name. Oh, yeah. So Luke was allowed back in Dodge for 10 days so he could settle his affairs and sell his interests in Long Branch. The two sides battled uh, in on the papers. Things remained quiet in Dodge till May 31st. When White Earp came to town, <whistles> wah, wah, wah. Sheriff George Hinkle tele- telegraphed uh, Governor Glick asking him to send moonlight and the power to organize a militia dodge. Send, send me <laughs> some moonlight. <laughs> the power of moonlight. Sunday, June 3rd, short, and some supporters, including Wyatt, boarded a train from Kinsley, Kansas, to dodge. They expected to join Bat there with uh, Shotgun Collins.
2: Mm, that's. I'm sure that guy's a good negotiator, too. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, Shotgun Collins is so known because he was a uh, courier that, you know, Oh, okay. You'd ride on the way Riding shotgun Yeah, yeah, that, right. That's yeah. how he does Still probably not a man To be fucked
0: with uh, I wouldn't I I'm just picturing this train Full of Every of the badasses Yeah, dude Just, It's just crazy Because uh, I We were like this close To naming my daughter uh, Shotgun Yeah, should have
2: Yeah Tr- Tractor pull shotgun yeah.
0: Rambo shotgun Tractor pull Yeah Would have fit She's going right into that name I don't know <laughs> Don't go anywhere How the West was fucked I'll be right back
1: Sunday, 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 Sunday at the Fort Laramie Parade Grounds, it's the Insane on the Plains Monster Wagon Rally, brought to you by Manifest Disney and Mountain Dew. We have 40 big Calistoga wagons, crushing other Calistoga wagons for no reason. All your favorites will be there, Grey Digger, Wife Beater, Bigfoot, and the Chubacabra. An Evil Weevil will attempt to jump the 20-foot-deep Platte River Gorge on his rocket horse. Free face painting and scalping for the kids. Pit passes, only two cents. Well, it's more of a shallow grade. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday 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 at the Fort Laramie Parade Grounds. The Insane on the Plains Monster Wagon Rally. Admission is only a nickel. They only need the edge of your seat. Actually, we don't have seats. So bring your uh,
3: The day after Luke got back to Dodge, Mayor Deeger ordered the closing of all gambling halls. And the boarding up of all buildings and the digging of trenches
2: and the... Uh evacuation of the city. (laughs)
3: But the cattle drives would be coming soon and that wouldn't work for the town. Uh, Even the president of the Santa Fe Railroad became involved and asked for a peaceful solution because he wants people to be able to gamble in the town Mm -hmm. and drink. June 7th, Adjutant General Moonlight brought about a peaceful settlement. As much as the armed crew that showed up, basically it was simple economics driving the settlement. Uh, Voices was not as important as money.
2: Well, that's you know, what we were talking about at the beginning, mm. but there in the account I read from fucking Bat Masterson, and he does this whole spiel about how it's pretty much like Wyatt Earp, like, staring down the city council with a couple guys and, like, telling them, oh, yeah, Doc Holiday and Bat Masters will be here shortly, and, blah, 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 and like, basically, like, kind of threatens them into... Doing the thing, do, yeah, doing the right. Basically, we can either do this with words and you let us win, or we can do this with bullets and we yeah. just win. Yeah, is like the long and short of what Bat yeah.
0: Masterson says happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, it's like, well, and also if you if you do what we say, you will. Your town will make a fuckload of money. Which I'm pretty sure the exchange that Bat Masterson is talking
2: about never fucking happened. Yeah. It just sounds badass. It makes Wyatt Earp look badass, yeah. and Bat Masterson as Wyatt Earp's friend makes him look also badass. Totally, and,
0: yeah. But yeah, they probably did the num- crunch the numbers. and like, fuck.
2: Ah, whatever. Yeah. All right. Oh fuck! As it turns out, like cutting the dick off our economic system yeah. will fucking cause some severe harm to our economy.
1: Hmm, Weird. <laughs> uh,
3: yep. So they finally relent, but that's uh, where that famous photo of Erp and Bat and Luke was taken.
2: It's like the eighteen hundreds uh, Avengers, basically. Mm-hmm.
3: Is that is that the one that's
0: got like just a bunch of we, we've saw d- before like, looking
2: fuckers with mustaches? Yeah, but and, there's
0: like twelve people or something. Yeah. Okay, that I remember that photo because the first time I saw it, I remember thinking like, like they're all holy like twelve, and yeah, and but, have huge mustaches. Yeah, but they they look like they look like they're in their fifties. Yeah, but they're all like 20. fucking 20, 24 years old. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Just like Jesus! And again, it's God. We haven't done one like like about a cowboy like this in a while, and it, it was not reminded- a lot of actual
2: cowboying happening. This these are pretty much professional gamblers slash murderers
0: that sometimes do law enforcement. Right, right. But I'm just saying, like, to. we haven't we haven't done one like this, like, I guess this crew, like, a Batmasterson or fucking yeah. whatever. Since we did Batmasterson. Pro- yeah, I think you might be right. But, like, it's <laughs> it's just amazing that you kind of forget. In your head, you think about, like, Hollywood's representation of, of this era and these type of guys, mm-hmm. and it's always, like, full-grown adult male covered in hair with yeah. fucking 40 guns. And it was actually, like... A Fucking hormone a, laden a, a fucking kid, you're gonna card drunk, when they drunk come in the barn, yeah, totally. Yeah. Fucking children,
2: voice cracking, <laughs> they're like drunk children running around. Oh, well, it's like all these fucking war movies. Well, even the 1800s, but, oh, it's the cavalry, it's all like old dudes, yeah, dude. They, nah. you didn't live that long, yeah, you know, like exactly. that. And they're all like, hell, y'all, we're gonna kill them, Branskin. Most of them, like, and well, I'm learning to speak the English, <laughs> Yo, you, know, yeah, like, totally. you know,
0: like. Fucking Swedish chef. Mm-hmm. Wow. A, <laughs> b- a Irish, lot of Irish, uh, a yeah,
2: yeah. lot of Scandinavians, a lot of just everybody. Yeah. B- basically anybody that got off the boat in Ellis Island, they're like, nah, we don't want you.
0: Yeah. Go in the army. Yeah. The army in America was like, a. It, imagine a pot and you put things in it, you heat it up and they all melt together. Fondue. Yeah, yeah fondue. Well, That's the word I'm looking
1: f- for. Or for. a crock.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> America's a crock. <laughs>
3: Uh, but eventually Luke uh, loses interest in Dodge and was off and away doing his other gambling. But he goes down to Texas and scoops it other, out there. This other gambling. Uh, he returned to Dodge to settle his affairs. Uh, both he and Harris decide to sell the Long Branch. And Fort Worth would now be his base of operations. Ooh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Back to Texas. February 2nd, 1875, the Dallas Daily Herald published an article that Fort Worth was so boring... <laughs> That a panther was found sleeping in the streets.
0: <laughs> Wait, what? So boring that a panther was found sleeping in the streets? That kind of sounds yeah. the opposite of boring.
2: Yeah, no shit. Like, <laughs>
0: well,
3: the panther so fights boring
2: they're boring. doing a monster truck race in the cemetery.
0: Like, you know.
3: <laughs> so Fort Worth residents started calling their town Panther City.
0: Wait, are panthers like... It's literally a mountain lion. Oh, That's okay, all right. Uh, I'm, I'm imagining like, uh, like a... Cougar, like...
2: cougar is called by... Men, like a Florida panther is a subspecies... Of the mountain lion. It's like a skinny, okay. shitty mountain lion that lives in Florida and is okay. endangered.
0: I was imagining Bagheera from on the Jungle Book just kicking it. Well, I mean, that would have been weirder. Yeah. That'd be
2: some Crimson Ghost shit. Or not yeah. Crimson Ghost, uh, Red Ghost. Red Ghost, Crimson yeah. Yeah. Ghost is completely.
0: Right there on yes. your chest. <laughs> uh, but,
2: you know, but like, yeah, cougars were called like catamounts, cougars, panthers, painters. Catamounts? Catamounts, yes. I think that's more an Appalachian thing, but. Uh, What's some other ones? Like, Cougars had, like, 40 fucking names. But Panther being one of them. I like Painter, which is clearly some asshole trying to write Panther. It's a mountain man trying to (laughs) fucking spell. Chicken Alaska. Yeah, totally. (laughs)
0: Or fucking uh, Water Millions or whatever. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) uh, Lewis and Clark. Swan's a painter. Like, you know, what do you
2: call that thing with antlers? or a drywall. Drywall.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Luke owned part of the White Elephant in Fort Worth. It was described as the largest and most magnificent establishment in the state. Named after Joe Christmas Gifts. Joe Christmas Gifts. It's just mm. full of fucking bullshit chots- Chotskis. Yeah. Just fucking ceramic clowns. And- <laughs> uh, June 28th, 1885, Luke Short refereed a boxing match. Yeah. The constant prodding of Bat Masterson finally made him a boxing fan.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, Bat Masterson <laughs> did all the the special uh, incognito train to Mexico, right? To like- hmm Watch John L. Sullivan put, right. like w- win or lose a match in like ten seconds or whatever. I can't remember. If you that was didn't. that was yeah. a funny one.
3: Set up uh, a a ring in the middle of the Rio Grande. Yeah, but. yeah.
0: I just love that they like they they were trying for like days to get this fucking boxing match and it kept getting shut down. So then they're like, "Well, oh, fuck it, we're going on a special train to Mexico. Ooh, yeah. set, set up the fight. All right, we're here. This is the culmination of a week."
2: Dude knocks him out in like two punches. Well, that's the thing is, like, I'm assuming, like, you do the John L. Sullivan fight, and then right after that, there's probably a uh, cockfight, and then maybe oh, yeah, a, yeah. there's you like know. they're
0: gambling on fucking, they're playing Jacks what and what Marbles what what are, and all whatever. kinds yeah, like, of shit, yeah. Maybe
2: some like uh, high stakes pinochle <laughs> pinochle to the death.
3: Uh, that was between the St. Joe Kid from Fort Worth, not St. Joe, not from St. Joe. Joe, okay, cool. and Kid Bridges. Of Gordon, not a bridge. Not Nash <laughs> Uh That was a purse of $200. So they, of course, had to board a train to go to the appointed ring, which was in a field next to the tracks. But the two seconds in the fight, the, the managers, like the wrestling managers, like Captain Lou Albano,
0: yeah. they,
3: they couldn't agree on a referee. Finally, they agreed on Luke. Who well, I thought the you were saying before. they
2: like, found a chimpanzee or something because that's the way this usually goes. <laughs> They put a propped up a broom and put a bucket on it for a head, and that was the referee. That was actually how
0: they invented googly eyes. Yeah.
3: Yep. Uh, kid Bridges was six two and one hundred and seventy five, so he was pretty big. Damn. Yeah. And five <laughs> eight. Uh, one hundred and fifty two pounds for the St Joe kid. Didn't wonder oh, how shit. much
2: he had weighed if either of them had syphilis.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, middle of the seventh round, Kid Bridges knocked St uh, the Joe St Joe Kid to the ground, and he fell like a beef. And lay several seconds without moving. Isn't that like a Morrissey song? Phil. Phil <laughs> like. Uh, Kid Bridges' uh, second-in-command jumped in the ring to attend to his fighter while the other guy was down. The other second-in-command claimed a foul, and that ended the fight. Uh, great excitement followed. The Kid Bridges' men said he won the fight fairly. The St. Joe's guys claimed they won because of the foul. Uh, Luke was nice, uh, wise enough not to make a decision right there and there.
2: So he <laughs> so he took all their money and went back to Fort Worth.
0: <laughs> I was thinking he like he like he like booked it about uh, fifty yards and then he's like yelled at like say
3: it was a fair fight. I and, regret nothing. Uh, run off. <laughs> so uh, he waited till he was in a safe place and has made his decision for the St. Joe kid. <laughs> okay,
2: so that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> Locked himself in the outhouse.
1: <laughs> all right, i have come to a decision. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, Luke never much got into fights, though. He always had to pay fines for the illegal gambling, but that was more of a tax. Uh, he was charged with assault one time in eighteen eighty-five. Had to pay a twenty-five dollar fine. <laughs> it's the assault tax. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a good band name. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that is. He wasn't always the defendant all the time. Uh, he appeared in Texarkana and charged J. A. Odenheimer with swindling uh, him to a tune of seven hundred dollars. But he appeared in the testimony, failing in the middle of the court. It made a case against him. What did I write there? That didn't make any sense.
2: <laughs> well, I was gonna—I was gonna ask you because I know at some point he's doing all this sporting shit with the fighting. Are you know, like bring up the hackney racing. Oh no, do that now. No, it's just like he also got into hackney racing.
0: What's hackney racing?
2: It's like when you race a hackney.
0: What the fuck's a hackney?
2: It's like a chariot, only shittier. It's like okay, it's like if you like took a wheelchair, made it sit taller, uh remove the front wheels, and then hook that to a horse, and then you race it. It's dangerous as fuck. But since Luke was a short guy, like he got into it and actually tried to race one time, but he came in like last out of five.
0: Oh and wow, so this is like suddenly... some fucking fancy boy European shit. Oh absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh, weird! This is a fucking weird looking thing. Well, imagine those are probably modern
2: ones. Imagine one that's all made out of like old barnwood and it's made out of fucking gr- wrought iron and shit.
0: Yeah, gristle and leather and wood. <laughs>
2: yep. But so yeah, he got into that for a time, but he weird. sucked. So he sucked at it, so he quit. <laughs> And they got to dress like jockeys and shit too. Well, that's the thing is he even had a jockey outfit oh, made for no. him.
1: And,
2: <laughs> and since he's like Oh, well,
0: you know what it makes sense though, he's a little guy, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, okay. And he's
2: like oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play to my strengths and do this ridiculous shit and wear this ridiculous shit. And then uh as it turns out he was abysmal
0: at it, so he quit immediately as you do. He was dressed like the what were the gar- the fucking clown-looking guard guys we talked about oh, in the last Swiss Guard. Swiss, Swiss
3: Guard, yeah. So he charges Odenheimer for swindling him. But later that day, Luke was arrested and charged with malicious prosecution against Odenheimer.
2: Malicious prosecution is that like a slap- oh he sued him for suing him? It's like yep. a slap suit. Oh Jesus, dude! Yeah,
3: it's like a slap suit. Uh. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Charge him also with damage and defamation you of told character. Me they,
2: had, they had laws against slap suits in the eighteen hundreds, and we don't have them now.
3: Mm-hmm. So
0: <laughs> well, de- that- defecation of character. So your character all over the place.
3: Luke was put into jail for a little while. Made <laughs> bail. <laughs> Uh, later, the two parties reached an agreement, and Luke dropped the case. And then the judge was put in jail. <laughs>
2: later, he got out, and the jury was put in jail.
3: And Odenheimer gave short a $500 check to cover the $700 that he lost, which probably bounced anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah right. And it was probably written on the back of a watermelon rind.
3: Uh, Luke was in court a lot. Basically, you just pay the fine and for gambling. Oh, the, that's some exciting-ass fucking
2: cowboy shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, the litigiousness of the Old <laughs> West. Yeah. <laughs> All the bureaucracy. A Put
0: Wild it. West procedural. Yeah. Uh, November 15th,
3: 1885, shortly after uh, his famed horse race where he finished dead last. Oh, no, there we go. Uh, Luke was arrested with others, including Bud Fag.
1: Hmm.
3: Uh, not touching that with 10-foot pole. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they didn't keep their court date and went to Arkansas and said they forfeited their bonds.
2: You boys like Arkansas? <laughs> nope. We're going anyways. <laughs> yeah.
3: And warrants were issued for their arrest.
2: And then they paid twenty bucks, and then the judge got put in jail. Uh,
3: when they were done in Arkansas, they went back to Fort Worth. Uh, the court of appeal said uh, the jail time would be nil if they just paid their fines. Uh, Luke had six old charges against him and paid the twenty-five dollars per. How had
0: what? Six charges.
3: Six. I heard sexual <laughs> charges. That's what.
2: I'm I mean, that's not without the realm of possibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, in this case, there's no evidence. Of okay, that, so. all
3: right. Paid $25 per fine. Uh, Dallas also got the idea to do the same thing, the, the town of Dallas, not the TV show. Like
2: Dallas paid the fine for its own misdeeds?
3: No. They oh, got, Dallas
2: tried to charge Charge Luke, Luke gotcha.
3: to pay his fines there, but it'd be a while before he would go to Dallas. Uh, 1887 would be a busy year. The one that made Luke Worth as Worth famous as Bat Masterson. Uh, Luke's he
2: younger... brother not, because everybody knows you Bat Masterson. Well, <laughs> no, not everybody, but.
3: So He had a TV show. <coughs> and a ridiculous name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke's younger brother, Henry Short, killed a man in San Angelo, Texas, in Tom Green County.
1: <laughs>
3: that was 200 miles southwest of Fort Worth. Daddy, would you like some sausage? Uh, the man killed was Charlie Shuler, owner of a meat market. Uh, Henry Short and two other brothers also ran a meat market, so they're competing mm. meters.
0: Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, meat measuring contest. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: January 23rd, 1887, seems uh, they get into uh, uh, a fight and exchange words. And and meat. Shooting commenced, along with meat. Uh, Shuler was evidently running when he was shot because he was shot in the back. Twice. Uh, Witnesses claimed he didn't have a gun. And the two brothers were arrested, uh, but Henry Short disappeared. But the Short family had a good reputation in San Angelo.
2: Especially Martin.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, Henry went to Luke for help, aka money. Then Henry went back and volunteered to be arrested. Luke had to sell a share of the white elephant to pay for lawyers. Jim Cortright was the president and general manager of the commercial detective agency.
0: That sounds legit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely totally real detective uh, agency.
2: Yeah. I'm a brother, Seamus. What the fuck's a brother, Seamus? <laughs> like an Irish monk? <laughs>
3: <laughs> he also was charged with murder at some point. In New Mexico, so he went back to Texas and opened up a detective agency. Then he was fine. <laughs> but the detective agency might have been a front for a protection racket. That's shocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, with his reputation as a man killer, he would convince any many saloon owners to pay a certain percentage of their winnings.
2: Yep. <laughs> nothing,
3: nothing mafia-esque nope. about that. Nope. Uh, Luke Short refused to pay him, though. But he did offer to pay Courtright to stay out of his bar. You yeah, know, pay you some bullets in your face. <laughs> Seven thirty one one night, a policeman named W.H. Boney Tucker <laughs> heard a shot, then two more. Boney and others ran to the scene a few blocks away. There they saw Luke Short standing over Courtright. Boney disarmed Luke, and Luke didn't resist. They examined Courtright's pistol. It was fully loaded, and Courtright was shot three times. Once in the thumb, one in the heart, and one in the shoulder.
2: Well, that's one of the things that uh, where I read, like, you know, with the shooting in the thumb, they figure that Courtright probably tried to shoot, but his pistol was also damaged, you know, when his thumb got ripped asunder by a <laughs> oh, yeah. large caliber bullet from a foot away. That could probably cause your revolver mm. to not fire.
3: So the shot in the heart is the one that did him in. He died within yeah, five minutes. Yeah, short shorts to blame. So Luke explained what happened. Uh, he was getting his shoes shined at, a, at the white elephant.
0: And I shot a guy. What? It's, it's a typ- easy. typical Friday.
3: <laughs> a friend asked if there's trouble between him and Courtright, and Luke said no. Uh, later, he was called outside.
2: Well, that was the thing. His friend's like, this Courtright guy wants to talk to you. He's like, well, send him in. He's
0: like, oh, he doesn't want to come in. He wants you to come out.
2: And Wait, Luke- is
3: Car- Courtright the guy that
0: he he uh, banned from his bar?
2: Well, he said I
3: he would pay him if he just left the bar. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Not, not pay him for the protection racket. But gotcha. he
2: wouldn't come into the back room and talk to him because he was like, basically, by all accounts, he was standing out there like like Yosemite Sam. getting Yeah, ready yeah, to yeah. Fucking throw come out. out, you
1: fucking coward. Yeah,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. Show yourself. So, yeah, they're all three with his uh, partner in, at the bar, Jake Johnson. They're all three standing outside talking. Luke said he put his thumbs in his vest to adjust it. Yeah. As you do. Courtright said, well, you needn't reach for your gun, and immediately pulled his out. Be like,
2: if you go like this, like, oh, my God, he's reaching for an axe. You know, yeah.
3: Like... Uh, Bo just rubbed his nose. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Uh, when oh, he, yeah. Luke like... saw this. He drew two and started shooting. Uh, Luke said it was just a misunderstanding.
2: <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> bah, bah,
0: bah, 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 uh, tears in his eyes. Yeah.
2: I didn't want to have to do this. Is
0: that fucking, uh, what's the meme with a? Uh, Danny DeVito, he's got two guns. He's like, so then I just started blasting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, I thought it was gonna be more like the Eric Andre, like, why would,
3: why would, you, why would so and so do this? Yeah. Later, they examined Courtwright's pistol. It had failed to turn the cylinder, thus couldn't fire.
2: Probably
1: because he got hit by a Chunks fucking of his thumb and leg. <laughs> <Maybe. laughs>
3: uh, City attorney William Caps witnessed the shooting. He said there was a conspiracy to murder short.
2: Oh, sorry, uh, by, like just point of a. Uh... Scientific reference, often in this day and age, before they developed the, uh, uh what do they call it, like a fucking, it's some kind of off-bar, like, uh, basically, before they developed this kind of safety device in the hammers, it was very common to leave one of your cylinders unloaded, so you wouldn't, like, oh, in blow, case it, blow your own dick off. Yeah, you, in, case like, it,
0: in case it goes off, yeah.
2: Yeah, when you're, like, trouncing around on your pony, you're going into the fucking outhouse or yeah. doing whatever. So, that's why it's important that you'd cock, and then it would advance to a loaded chamber. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to get the drop on somebody, of course, you want to have the one in the pipe already. Yeah. But once again, there's a severe chance you'll shoot yourself in the chin or the foot, like like Johnson County War wasn't, a the guy blew a hole in his own leg and had yeah. a gay You know, Yeah. you want to avoid that, but yeah.
3: So, caps immediately called the, the officers to arrest Charlie Bull, who is Courtwright's Courtright's partner. Capps said that Luke refused to pay Courtright's protection scheme. February 9th, an inquest was held. Jake Johnson testified and confirmed Luke, Luke's story. Uh, he was also friends to Luke and Courtright. Luke was let out on a $2,000 bond, but he was never brought to trial for the killing. Uh, likewise, his brother avoided prosecution too, but the details remain unclear. Then Luke paid his fines in Dallas. I know you're waiting for that. Mm-hmm. But he was now even more famous sir, for getting away with murder. Now he's a bad guy.
0: I'm just imagining him standing over that fucking mafia dickhead's body, just like... Looks like you're the one that needs protection. protection.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> also, the guy's, like, five foot two or whatever. Yeah, right. I mean, we have... At least there's one picture of Luke Short that exists, I think.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. More than one. Two. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that is more than one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke gets married March 15th, 1887. He remains married until uh, he dies. Her name was Harriet Beatrice Buck, mm. or Hattie Buck. Oh, wow. Luke Short's got a fucking glorious mustache. Well, everybody
2: did. I mean,
0: most of the women had glorious <laughs> And some dreamy eyes. Holy mm. shit.
3: They go to Hot Springs, Arkansas for some of Luke's health problems. And She was 23, so and it wasn't he, that bad. And
2: he was like 60? Uh,
3: 18 years He's like 30, almost 40, I guess. Okay,
2: that's not that bad. That's far <laughs> less egregious than most of the ones.
3: When Luke returned, he found himself caught between two factions that had one thing in common.
2: They didn't like Luke?
3: Yep. One side was the reform element who wanted drinking and gambling and all vices banned.
2: Motherfuckers.
3: The other side wanted him gone for other reasons. I don't know. I didn't write they what the other reasons were. They were, were scared were to... of him. Statewide prohibition failed in 1887. Just imagine that in Texas in 1887. Fort Worth and the county they were in did vote for Prohibition, but they were in the minority. Remember, this is the town that put Panthers to sleep. Yes. <laughs> the reform-minded Mayor Broyles decided to enforce a Sunday law against gambling. Broyles' new policy was to now to arrest men for every drink they took. And every oven
0: should be put on super high. <laughs> <laughs> and not just fine them.
2: I'm just picturing, like, you know, the outlaw gambling on Sunday, so they just have, like, church, bingo. Yeah, which is fucking gambling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: Luke was ordered to shut down his Keno games. Of course, that didn't stop him. Luke was indicted along with Tony's.
2: Tony Tony looks like a dog that just heard Mozart and is trying to figure it out.
0: just trying to think, like, fucking how old is Keno?
2: Well, it's not like the one you do on TV, but... Yeah, because
0: that's what I'm imagining is, like, the the video Keno.
2: I could see the gears turning. Yeah.
0: Okay. Like what the
3: fuck? Like Powerball? Like, yeah, a yes. uh, guy named Cheese Hensley. Mm. Cheese? That's what I wrote. <laughs> the <I'm> like, fuck? <laughs> uh, he met with the grand jury and named names. Then Hensley got beat up by fellow gamblers. Got him off the his uh, off the his back by using a baseball bat. Good. Well, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: baseball had been invented at that point, so mm-hmm. it's good to good to know that the the equipment used to play such a, a America's game. Uh, was instantly weaponized and used to bash people's heads in, much as it is
3: today. So, Terrence County attorney R.L. Carlock struck a deal with the three most notorious sporting men.
2: Carlock definitely sells like a car dealer warlock. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what can I summon for you today?
1: Mm, 76 Cadillac. <laughs> Very powerful. Hand me those votive candles.
3: <laughs> so, they would close their gambling houses... Uh, in exchange, they wouldn't be liable for whoever leased their building, their buildings to.
2: So you're just going to outsource the gambling to somebody else?
3: Yep. Okay. <laughs> so just let somebody else get arrested for it. <laughs> Sick. Luke and Hattie left to Dallas. Uh, it might have been better if they stayed uh, in Dallas, but they returned in December twelfth, 1887. He was back at the White Elephant, acting crazy drunk and shooting off a pistol. What, Luke? Yep. Uh-oh. Syphilis. And was put under arrest. Oh, yeah. It could be rabies. There are periods in Luke's life where he spent time in court more than in gambling halls.
2: Well, this whole episode has been just a <laughs> court to gambling, like circular, you know, snaking its own tail kind of journey. So,
3: He was found guilty of carrying a gun in December. He was fined $25 and 20 days in jail. He, uh, he appealed and got the jail time taken off and the case reversed. And then they
2: had
0: to give him $25 and <laughs> let him carry a gun. <laughs> hey, man, if carrying a gun is illegal... Then I guess I'm guilty. Yeah. Yes, it is illegal in
2: town. Well, fine then. Fine. I just picture more like they have a penalty wheel. It's like, ooh, charge (laughs) reversal.
0: (laughs) Oh, God, that'd be great. Clean (laughs) clean the outhouse. Ooh. (laughs) Roll a 20-sided die. Right. Ooh. No, I want the straight up, like, big ass. Yeah, the wheel. (laughs) What was the fucking one that was like a... It was like the wheel of uh, Miss Fort. No, well, they had
2: uh, the original like Roller Girls. They had the w- penalty wheel. I'm,
0: I'm thinking like there was some small town in the, like the Midwest or maybe the South somewhere. But it's like some some you know some lady, and then like a fucking like police officer, and he's she's like, all right, we're gonna spin the wheel of fed of. Uh, what is it? Uh, the wheel of wanted fucking people. So they spin it and it lands on some dude's name. and They're like, Okay, that's our perp for this week. His name is blah blah blah. And he was charged with fucking uh, trafficking heroin and killing a hooker what or the whatever. What
2: kind of fever dream are you describing right <laughs> I'm now? I'm not
0: kidding. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna fucking is that find from it. Tr- cra- two, three and, the, consequences and the New lady Mexico? and the lady's just like got a big huge grin on her face the whole time. And it's yeah, got like it sounds like death, like race, Game Man Show music. yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Fucking running man and shit. What the fuck was it called? It's like Wheel of. I'll find it. Wheel of Fugitive!
3: Hello everyone, I'm Sheriff Wayne Ivory, the Brevard County Sheriff's Office. It's Tuesday night, 8 o'clock. You know what time it
2: is. It's time for Wheel of Fugitive. Today I'm excited. I've got Joyce from our clerk's office here with
1: me, she's gonna be a guest spinner. She loves Wheel of Fugitive. She works every day to keep our community safe through her efforts at the clerk's office. So we're gonna have her do the spinning today, but I'm gonna tell you this, if you see your picture on this board, you need to head on out to the Brevard County Jail and turn yourself in. Cause if not, our fugitive is gonna be coming real soon to kick your door in, and they're gonna
2: carry you out to jail. So, George, you ready? Yes. Give it a spin. <laughs>
1: That's a pretty good spin. Yeah, I might have her back
3: some more October eighteen eighty eight, Luke was no longer connected to the white elephant. Which sounds like I don't know. Need a ladder for that, I guess. I
2: was picturing more like an umbilical cord, like there's just like a <laughs> Yeah.
3: Uh, but he becomes a silent, silent partner at the Palais Royale. Like a ninja. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a super fancy super resort. Luke would spend his summers in Chicago to get out of the heat of Texas and attend horsey races. Mm racing racings. July eighteen eighty nine. Luke went with uh, Bat Masterson to the John L. Sullivan, Jake Kilrain fight in oh, New that, Orleans. That's the one.
0: I, oh, it was okay. Wasn't the one I was talking about, but close.
3: That was the last bare knuckle championship fight. After that, I guess they started wearing clothes.
0: Fucking
2: uh, wraps dipped in broken glass. Okay, yeah. Uh,
3: they left New Orleans to the secret site of the fight. That was three thousand fans. Not so much of a secret. Just out in the Bayou in Mississippi. Oh, uh, for a purse of two hundred or twenty thousand oh, dollars. That's sizable. They fought for seventy-five rounds because this is eighteen eighty-nine. Yep, which is two hours and sixteen minutes. And Sullivan won the fight because he's John L. Sullivan. Yeah, he's a badass mm-hmm. man. Uh, Luke was the designated timekeeper for Kilrain. After he got back to Chicago, Luke wanted to be a fight promoter. This had to give him an excuse to get out of Fort Worth, I guess. But he also was looking for investors to bring a championship fight to Dallas or Fort Worth. But he lost out that fight to the Richer California Boxing Organization. Uh, Luke upped the purse. The fight was to be between John L. Sullivan and Peter Jackson.
2: Really? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I looked up Peter Jackson. He was a, a black dude from Australia. No. Oh, oh okay. wow. But uh, John L. Sullivan Not didn't easy. want to uh, fight him because of his race. Because it might
2: rub, rub might, off might, on might get, get some on him oh yeah, Jesus Christ asshole <laughs> February 8th
3: 1890 Luke's father passed away in San Angelo Luke I am your father had to be done uh, kill rain came to town to Dallas with others to demonstrate boxing and wrestling
2: <laughs> hey check this out bam it's called boxing
3: bam bam <laughs> A lightweight champ, uh, Louis uh, Benzia, offered $25 to any 250-pounder to go over four rounds with him. And just the fourth,
2: just yells, that's my purse, and I don't know you, kicks him in
3: the dick and runs away. In <laughs> <laughs> the fourth round, he hit challenger Tom James and knocked him to the ground. James could not be revived and was declared dead. Uh, wire was sent to short to help bail him out. But the inquest decided that there was no reason to charge Banzi or hold him.
2: Because it was a fair fight?
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. But they quickly leave town after that. April 1st, 1890, Will Shorts, Luke's youngest brother, had his horse follow him and died. Isn't that also like the
2: puzzle master from NPR?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, wait, what's his name?
2: Uh, wasn't it Will Shorts? Like the, the the guy that does the daily puzzle every
0: morning? That's that's where I, you got me fucked up, uh... I don't wake up in the morning. Oh, yeah, that's right,
3: Fred. Luke went to the funeral. Then he goes back to try and get a prize fight going in Fort Worth. Luke uh, went to Nashville to help Jake Johnson buy some horse racing horsies. Uh, Then went to Memphis to see a race. Also in Memphis was Charles Wright. Luke and Jake Johnson and uh, Bud Fagg and Joe Copeland and Wright had won a considerable amount at the Faro table. They trusted to Wright, who put it in a safe in his room and during that night, the safe was robbed. Oh. Wright wanted everybody to split the loss, and others wanted him to pay for the loss because he was the one...
2: Who lost it? Lost it. I know, it's almost like I feel like in the 1800s, if you have a lump of money, don't give it to somebody else ever. No. Unless you're buying something with it.
3: Yeah. Uh, The matter was actually turned over to local authorities, and they cited against Wright. Trouble continued after they left Tennessee. Wright trying to avenge his honor against Bud Fag, their officer Henry Towns arrested Wright for carrying a concealed weapon before he could shoot Fag, which he was about to do. Thought crimes.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you know he had a concealed weapon? Exactly. He concealed. Well, mine bullets. Yeah.
3: Get your hands out of my fucking jacket. In the meantime, Luke was getting into promoting wrestling.
1: Speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage. Yeah, nothing but garbage.
0: <laughs> I I haven't had enough jobs.
3: I could do this. Uh, despite all this hard work, he never got uh, John L. Sullivan to fight in Texas, but he did attend a fight against Gentleman Jim Corbett in 1892.
1: Oh yeah, cream of the crop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Gentlemen>, <laughs> just fucking I'm just
2: bro. literally picturing a guy with a curly mustache and a top hat and a totally. monocle. Oh but my! Also, that's what
0: WWE needs, man. Is a fucking dude dressed like just that, a dandy. Like, a, like a well, but like a bad guy that would tie a lady. to a well, railroad track. I'm
2: more dressed like a Chippendale dancer, but <laughs> but with the top, top hat, hat and the mustache, <laughs> like no shirt, but like the bow tie. Oh,
0: dude! And just bare knuckle boxing. Come on! <laughs> well, he's he's doing wrestling now, like wrestling yeah. promoter. So that's why I'm just like,
1: yeah, like, we're gonna find you. Out there in that field, next to the train tracks, <laughs> you're a fucking dead man. I guess
2: I'm kind of missing the distinction of what would have separated wrestling from boxing at that time anyway, because I believe there was a degree of eye gouging and stuff that was allowed. Yeah. I'm Probably just, you can lose you your could legs. You can use your legs now,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh The long simmering feud with Charles Wright came to a head on December 23rd, 1890. Though the in- incident left no man dead, though. But the, at least the newspaper's got something to do. So it was kind of a bummer of a day. But it was the most Nobody excitement died. in four years since the panther, he shot The panther right. even woke up.
0: In <laughs> <laughs> you know other news, the panther has woken up on 6th Street. A man was also mauled by a panther in an unrelated situation.
3: It was at the bank saloon on Main Street. Uh, Wright had a shotgun and shot Luke in the left hip and left hand. Luke had a pistol and shot Wright in the right wrist. Luke arrived in the front of the saloon at the foot of the stairs about 930 he followed a porter up the stairs, serving drinks with his pistol drawn.
2: Just using the servers for cover.
3: Yeah, right. Shot right, right in the right wrist. Right, right. Uh, he ordered everyone out of the upstairs room. I gotta shoot
0: this guy. Everybody, get out here!
3: <laughs> oh, I guess this is, this is right. Who's doing this?
0: Oh, like using the fucking servers yeah. as, as human this shields. Makes
3: more, more sense now. Right, right, right. Not left. Right, left. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Hey-oh. So uh, Luke's coming out of the room, and he shot Luke. Luke returned fire. Uh, Short was wounded and went down the stairs. He was loaded in a hack and taken to a doctor. Uh, an officer met him there and took his pistol, which was full. Either he had another or he had reloaded. His thumb was taken out of joint, and his leg was torn badly by buckshot. Oof. So don't get shot by a shotgun. It's yeah. kind of messy. hmm
2: well, I've been shot by a shotgun, but it was with, like, birdshot and from a great distance, so I just got one pellet lodged in my arm and, mm-hmm. like, squeezed it out like is it. Mm-hmm.
0: Instead of being turned into a fucking hamburger? Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, Luke was bedridden for months, and papers reported on his condition uh, nationwide. Ooh. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm.
2: Gossip column.
3: Uh February 1st, 1891, both men were indicted with uh, assault with the intent to murder, and both men made bond for $1,000.
0: Okay, murder is a thousand dollars, but the other shit he was locked up for was like like bringing your guns to town or like gambling without a license or some shit. Like, well, those are was like two like thousand no, dollars. Some of those bond. are like twenty bucks. Yeah, but he's been he's been released on bond twice
2: well, for think, two grand. I, I'm thinking he's basically spent more money at this point on like fines and bond and shit than yeah. he ever did on any kind of living expenses, oh, totally. business purchases, any of that shit. No.
3: But it was delayed many a times. Uh, final decision would be a year later. In the meantime, Luke went back to getting his prize fight, but no luck with their, that there. Um, so, Luke and fellow gamblers actually planned on a broadsword fight on horseback. What the yeah.
1: fuck? <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but
3: nothing came of that either. Sick. Well, who are you going to
1: get to do that? <laughs> it's
0: fucking, yeah, exactly. <laughs> who? Who? Like, you know,
2: I'll pay you 20 bucks to fight this other guy with a broadsword on horseback. <laughs> nah. You
0: gotta you. So what he had to do is start a, uh, it was a, uh, uh, su- he started the suicide hotline, and then when people would call in, he'd be like, I have a job for you. Yeah. <laughs> no. You got a death wish? Here, well, yeah, carry this broadsword on the back of a horse. Yeah, but Dude, I just don't think the
2: they'd be into it, you know, no. like, oh, I'm so depressed. Let me. Braveheart
3: this shit. Yeah. I don't think so. So uh, he goes with Jake Johnson to Chicago again because horse racing season was about to begin. They both owned horsies up there. At the Leland Hotel where Luke was staying, the Quinn brothers got into an argument with a lawyer named Singleton who represented a lady that the Quinn brothers were smitten with. Ooh. (laughs) But the lawyer said she wasn't interested in him. Then the Quinn brothers beat up the lawyer. What the fuck? Okay, the Quinn brothers
0: want to fuck this chick. Mm -hmm. She gets a lawyer to tell them, no, fuck off. They beat the dog shit out of the lawyer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Why is this confusing to you?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Then the lawyer went to the clerk at the hotel to complain.
2: too hot for TV. (laughs)
3: Totally. (laughs) (laughs) But at the front desk was uh, Luke Short.
2: With a broadsword, uh, shotgun, <laughs> and John L. Sullivan, yeah, and a panther.
3: So this guy's already beat up, and he mistakes Luke Short for being in league with the Quinn brothers. uh oh! And Singleton insulted Luke. Uh, Luke didn't have a gun, but gave Singleton a few kicks and pushed him out the door.
2: <laughs> Here, have a few kicks. Now I'm actually like pict- picturing like the bicycle kick, like Luke
3: Hang.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: So Luke goes upstairs to get his gun and return downstairs. Hold on a second. I got to go get the gun. <laughs> <laughs> he mistook William Old Haas, Hoey.
0: What?
3: Those were his. Old, old Haas? <laughs> old Haas. He was a popular comedian. Uh, came in the door. Oh, oh no.
0: hell yeah, dude. Oh, I'm so. God, if I could time travel to this era, that's what I would do. I would go watch as like, many comedy shows as I possibly could. I just want to know, dude. to.
3: I mean, no, dude <laughs> So, uh, Luke comes after uh, the comedian, Hoey uh, He was nearly on him when uh, the clerk, Ed Kennedy Managed to get in between Short and Hoey And explain the situation before he shot well, him
2: This totally isn't even the same guy you just kicked out the door In fact, he's a beloved comedian
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Short apologized, and then they had drinks and- together with oysters
2: like the oysters were drinking.
3: We're
1: drinking, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Some Alice in Wonderland bullshit. Yeah,
0: right. It's the fucking the. It's like the clam, the clam uh, mascot from uh, No, Ivers, Ivers, but it's an oyster instead. Who's, who's terrible at playing Co- hockey since <laughs> yeah. it has no arms? <laughs> no arms. It's just a fucking cool. Bird. Bi- a cool. bivalve with a couple of legs hanging down. Well,
2: like. You remember that when they do the mascot hockey up with the oh, t yeah. and mm-hmm. they'd have the giant inflatable owl from Hooters that just got yeah. fucking, because he was huge, but inflatable, you couldn't see what was going on. Yeah. So all the actual speedy mascots were just plowing into him all the time, and then that fucking clam just, doesn't have any arms, it's not, just, like, legs skating around, so that thing was getting checked to the boards <laughs> between Coolbird and whatever Coolbird's, like, fucking girlfriend was, and the I think, the, what, the Mariner Moose was on there?
0: Yep. And wasn't mm-hmm.
2: Squatchy there? Yeah. Yep. Somebody else too, like that was.
0: Who does I, I went Climb. to one. I went to one hockey game in Seattle when we had our old hockey team, and like that was the best part of the whole fucking. Oh, thing. absolutely! Like the. No, g- I, I would
2: pay to go just see that. Yeah, yeah, totally. I want more. I would want more mascots. Yes, I want like not enough room to proper skate. Fucking amount of mascots.
0: And like Oh, just all the <laughs> shit.
2: Yeah, yeah. Fucking slim, good body. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, hey. <laughs> Nobody wants to touch him, so he wins by default. (laughs) McGruff the crime dog. Yep, the robot one, but armed with flamethrowers.
3: Meanwhile, Luke is still awaiting the trial there for the uh, shooting. Uh, Jake Johnson, his friend, was circulating a petition to aid an old friend, John Wesley Harden.
2: Oh, good. I assure you, he's a good, upstanding boy.
3: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, he was serving the 14th year of his 25year sentence so johnson was friends from uh, with harden from the cattle trails but luke's signature wasn't on it uh, maybe in his upcoming trial wouldn't help harden uh, luke's trial began february 29th 1892 uh, Wright testified he shot short because he thought short was there to kill him uh, Short was found guilty of aggravated assault and was fined $150.
0: Moo. Take that. <laughs> his fucking bail was more than that. Did I know. <laughs> Jesus.
3: Uh, Luke didn't appear in the paper much in the months after uh, until September 1892. He shut down all his social media, <laughs> uh, kicked him. off of Twitter. Yep. He went to New Orleans to go to another prize fight between John L. Sullivan and, and a horse. Oh, uh, between uh gentleman, Jim Corbett there, Bat was the timekeeper for Corbett, who knocked out Sullivan in the 21st round. Jesus Christ. There also at the fight was Charlie Bassett. So that was the last time the three of them got together. Oh. Because Luke had one more year to live at that point. And he knew it. Mm-hmm.
2: Because <laughs> he probably placed bets on it. They yeah, had uh, Metro
0: <laughs> bombs in his heart, and uh, he had a bracelet. They told him how much time he had left before they fucking blew
3: up. Right. Yeah. Doc told him he was suffering from kidney disease, or Bright's disease.
2: Oh, that's the same thing or. that killed Bass Reeves.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. William Harris came back into Luke's life. Having lost all his wealth, he needed a job. So he took over Luke's duties at the Palais Royale.
2: As a bullet sponge, or what? I guess so. <laughs> uh,
3: Luke couldn't stand for long periods of time, because he was dying. Whatever, dude. He's a lazy ass. <laughs> Medical Couldn't hold up his mustache anymore. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Your mustache looks droopy. Are you okay? <laughs> uh, medical science in 1893 treated cases like Luke's by bloodletting. Oh, to reduce the I high mean, blood
0: pressure. They treated every fucking case by bloodletting, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have ADD? Bloodletting.
3: Bloodletting. Nearsighted you... bloodletting. <laughs> yep,
0: now
2: you got diarrhea. Yep, bam, diarrhea, <laughs> bloodletting.
3: Luke also suffered from dropsy.
2: Which was... getting dropped on his head as an infant. I user. guess so.
0: Dropsy? Or edema. Where you can't hold on to shit? Like, you just... Oh, dropsy. Call
2: me Mr.
0: <laughs>
3: uh Today, you would have got a dialysis, but they didn't have that back then, yeah. I guess.
0: Oh, I, I mean, bloodletting's as close as it gets to dialysis in, you know, 1800s medicine. Not snake bite.
2: No, that's more of like chemotherapy.
0: They just have, like, the blood comes out, and then all you had to do is figure out how to put it back the in. The blood comes out and <laughs> stays out. Yeah, right. <laughs>
3: Uh, one last ditch effort was made. He went to Quaida Springs in Kansas. I'm sure I'm ben, saying that ben right.
2: They laid him in a ditch because that was ditch effort.
3: Yep. Uh, the springs didn't help, and Luke died September eighth, eighteen ninety three. Oh, still a short guy.
0: <laughs> oh, he never got taller.
2: <laughs> never got taller. Part of his Bright's disease was stunted his growth as a adult man. Oh, perfect.
3: So, uh, yeah. I guess that's a story.
0: Excellent. I've, I miss we we haven't done like a proper like old like obscure guy that's friends with
2: yeah, everybody.
3: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I love it. So he he could have killed more people, but
2: who can tell? Like yeah, like you said when I'm all my research. Yeah, you well I didn't even know the other guy galvan. that shot him, and he shot and everybody shoots the comedian and, and mm. the panther. <laughs> that's the thing is there was just so much like yeah all, all he does is like you know what it reminds me of kind of is you know those two fucking. Goddamn, they're on every time the Seahawks play. Those season ticket holders that, like, they're always there. They always have the fucking shit painted on their face. Oh yeah, like they've got to be independently wealthy because they have the best seats in the house and they've had them all the time. Yeah, and like when we're in the Super Bowl, they're on national TV because they're at the Super Bowl, which is not a cheap thing to do, and of course never held in the city where the
0: yeah yeah.
2: So I'm picturing Luke Short kind of like that, except for you didn't have like a whole NFL season. It's just like whatever you can gamble on, be it. Yeah, boxing, horse racing, whatever sure. the fuck he's going to be at.
0: Yeah, and he was he was there so often that half the time they're like, "Fuck it, Luke. Hey, you're the ref. Yeah, the you,
2: you seem to always yeah. be here. We yeah, yeah. nowhere to go. And yeah, yeah.
0: yeah he's kind of Forrest Gumpy, like he's kind of everywhere. He's like, sinister Forrest Gumpy, though.
2: I do like the like, ah, uh, you guys trying to fuck me, so I'm just going to take all the money. Anybody have a problem? As he brandishes a pistol, pretty much, or probably doesn't brandish. Like, yeah, kind of
0: like it's there. Yeah, sinister Gumpy. Oh, that's. Sinister rolls right bumpy. off. The, that rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> Sounds like the worst, like Sith. <laughs> Sinister, gumpy. Yeah, that could be only two. There are.
2: I don't, yeah, that one was hard to research, but I'm glad I found a couple little nuggets. Yeah. That, that you did. Good,
3: good nuggets. Yeah.
2: Mm, Good nuggets, unlike the ones Mm. you get at McDonald's, which have dropped in quality over the years. still good. I mean... It's more of a vessel for the fucking sweet and sour sauce for me, though. You are correct, but they changed the batter because it's, like, bitter. And I know that sounds like a... Bitter bitter, batter? Bitter batter, yeah. (laughs) But it's got, like, this fucking, like, bile aftertaste now. And also, last time I had them, like, the meat doesn't... You know, they used to be... The shell was completely full of meat. Now it's got like air pockets. Like they're they're shorting
0: you on your pink slime. You know, <laughs> fucking cost cutting measures. Oh, uh, dude. Fucking- uh, if anybody hasn't seen the like, I think yeah. it's it's not it, like legit how it's made, but there's a how it's made kind of thing on how they make the fucking uh, chicken McNuggets. Isn't that the one with Grant Yamahara Uh Maybe from, like, MythBusters. Yeah, I like trying you-
2: to give it an air of legitimacy. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, look, science. Yeah, horrible science. Horrible science but- it's Like.
0: They turn all the mechanically separated chicken into pink slime. Mm, sprayed with ammonia. Mmm, <laughs> ammonia.
2: Yeah. They come in four shapes the bell, the boot, the. What the, is it? The, the bell gun? boot? The ball, and the. No, bell, the gun yeah, is the, the boot.
0: Bell, bell boot ball and. Bat yeah.
2: Masterson. <laughs> but yeah. I just remember back when those things were good. A, we didn't know they were harmful. Yeah. And they were kind of good. Now I kind of want chicken nuggets. Damn it, me too. <laughs> I think, I think I'm just hungry.
3: Yeah, I think yeah. the creature they made him from was now extinct anyway. Yeah, so.
2: well, that's the McRib. Oh. Like, uh, the Simpsons, like, you know, think smaller, more legs. <laughs> MC Rib. Okay, so uh, coming up next week... Oh, shit. I am fucking excited. We're going to do some foreshadowing. Some of you, especially Carter, <laughs> is going to hate it, but we're going to do our new Valentine's tradition, and we're going to revisit uh, the author with the pen name... Uh, fucking, Joseph Meek. Joseph
0: Meek, Meek. sorry.
2: Who is uh, I would call it what a uh, chauvinist hack who, perfect like, yes uh, <laughs> well we're going to we're we'll do some more horse porn for you
0: yeah i'm excited we got a new horse porn book yeah. we're going to we're going to cover on the next this episode
2: this one's a little grimmer than la- i mean the last one had some grim parts but this one goes some pretty pretty dark places yes but it's also ridiculous, and we're going to do our level best to shit on that and make it entertaining. So uh, yeah, so yeah, no no actual history lesson next week unless we're talking shit about the historical inaccuracies of the fiction novel we're about to do a book report on. That's what we're
0: doing. But, but uh, uh, so stand by for that. Yeah. But until then, we're going to go out in a hail
2: of
3: horse fire.
2: <laughs> Isn't that like a liquor?